Welcome back to our very special interview with Stephen Perlman of Haberdashery. We're moving into part three of the interview. What, what's on the iPod right now, Stephen? What, what are you listening to right now that might or might not be influencing your work uh, as Haberdashery? Like we were saying earlier, I'm listening to a lot of Enya. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a lot of Rufus Wainwright on my iPod okay. right now. Uh, specifically, Want To is what I'm listening okay. to. Um, I'm listening to Queen, um, Day at the Races and Night at the Opera. Excellent choices, both. Um, and all of these, I think what they all seem to have in common is this really rich, thick, layered vocal harmony. And I think that I'm really interested in exploring that a little bit more on this next album. Mm-hmm. You could definitely use and have used things like Facebook, uh, a MySpace, what have you, to get the word out. And that just becomes viral because if one person likes you... Yeah, things like uh, things like Facebook and MySpace are really great for the indie artist because it's really a great way to, uh, to get the music out there without having to... Um, you know, go through the traditional record store model. What about um, online internet radio, uh, specifically sites like Pandora? Uh, that's a little different. Sites like Pandora are still, I think, um, driven by major label artists, and um, independent artists have a more difficult time getting themselves into that uh, project. I think that for an indie artist, they have to be specifically requested by the listeners of Pandora. So like if you have, you know, someone that you want to hear that's not available, you have to request that and then Pandora will do the research and find the artist and bring them on. But I think it's uh it's a little bit different um with sites like that. We're going back to Allie in LA. Uh Allie also notes that a lot of your work is darker in tone, but a lot of the later releases have shown a lighter side of you. She wants to hear a little bit about your journey as an artist, share a little bit about the writing process, if you could. Um, yeah, I think yeah, I think Haberdashery definitely has kind of an overall darker tone, um, if you look at the entire catalog. I guess I guess more recently I've kind of lightened up a little bit. Um, I think, you know, Valence was definitely a more, you know, upbeat, kind of happier album in general. I don't know. I think I always kind of gravitate towards darker themes, more brooding themes. Um, you know, we've talked about how I want to do, you know, a synth pop interpretation of Mozart's Requiem. These are just kind of like themes that really kind of, you know, circle around me and they kind of stick to my psyche. Um, and I think that's just kind of naturally what I what I move towards. So I definitely think uh, I, I have a brighter side too, and I'm I'm kind of more conscious of it now trying to incorporate that into the music but um i guess that's just uh that's just my disposition dennis is also curious about the type of musical training that you received uh musical training i took um piano lessons as a kid but I'm a terrible sight reader. I still can't play the piano very well. Um, it's awful. I'm actually learning to play it again. I'm trying to become a better piano player. I'm trying to learn to play the guitar. Um, but yeah, when I was a kid, I, I reluctantly took lessons and didn't learn very much. When I was in high school, I was in show choir. Um, and so as far as like music theory, that's about the extent of my you know formal training. Everything else has been uh, you know self-taught. 
Uh, Katie's last question for us is uh, just about sort of how you go about uh, writing music. Is it lyrics first, then the music, or the other way around? Um, I think 99% of the time it's music first and lyrics later. Okay. Um, And I think that's mostly because I think the lyrics are more often than not really informed by the music itself. Um, And so, especially with like, the meter of the lyrics and um, the you know the beat of the song really can really determine you know how many words are going to be in the song how many words per phrase and so I think that I, I really listen to the music first and then the lyrics uh, kind of naturally fall into the music. Okay. Tiffany also notes that uh, your lyrics are poetic and for the most part hopeful even though you were just yourself a few moments ago talking about the melancholy aspect of it, but she thinks that Vamp was an incredible collection of songs that had a bit of regret to it. Is that what you were trying to do? Is that what the album was trying to say? Yeah, Vamp is totally a breakup album. It's about, you know, separation. It's about loss. But I think specifically it's about that kind of brooding cycle you get into where Mm -hmm. you just feel like you're going in a circle and you just can't get out of it, you know. Um, That's what Vamp is about to me. Um, I guess it, it could be, you know self-discovery i think galicia is more self-discovery for sure but um yeah vamp is definitely um you know the darker side of love 